All three readings this week share that God is the source of all authority. God shares his authority with elected civil rulers to serve the people and with the Pope and the other church leaders for the material and spiritual welfare of his children. In our first reading taken from Isaiah, we hear how God hates unfaithful and selfish officials. He removed the proud master of the royal palace from his office, taking from Shebna the power and responsibility of which he had proven unworthy, and gave both to the humble and faithful Eliakim. The robe, the sash, and the keys are the insignia of this office. In the second reading, St. Paul praises God for the depth of his wisdom, knowledge, and correct judgments, asserting that he is the source of all authority on earth and in heaven. Our gospel passage shows us how Peter confesses Jesus as his Lord and Savior. It is evident that Jesus was well pleased with Peter's answer. Jesus first pronounced a blessing upon Peter, the only disciple in the Gospels to receive a personal blessing. Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah. Next, Jesus confirmed Peter's insight as a special revelation from God. No mere man has revealed this to you, but my heavenly Father, and gives him teaching and ruling authority in his church. Thus, Jesus establishes a magisterium in his church to serve the spiritual and physical needs of the church members. By Jesus' statement, I will, I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven, he gives Peter and his successors the power to bind and loose, makes, make laws and exercise authority in the church with the assurance that their decisions will be ratified in heaven. Our life messages this week. First, we need to accept and experience Jesus as our Lord and personal Savior. As Peter we should accept Jesus as the Son of God and our personal Savior. This means that we accept Jesus, are accepting him as our good shepherd, our divine Savior, and our Redeemer. Jesus should become a living experience for us as our God protecting us and providing for us in our life's journey, loving us, forgiving us, helping us, and transforming our lives and outlook. This is made possible by our listening to Jesus through the daily meditative reading of the Bible, by talking to Jesus through daily personal, communal, and liturgical prayers, by offering our lives on the altar with Jesus whenever we participate in the Holy Mass, by receiving him in Holy Communion, 
and by leading exemplary lives as we cooperate with his grace. Our personal experience of Jesus will also lead us to praise and thank God in all the events of our lives, both pleasant and painful, realizing that God's loving hands are behind everything. Second, we need to surrender our lives to Jesus, our Lord and Savior. That surrender requires that we freely give all areas of our life to Jesus and radiate to all around us Jesus' sacrificial agape love, unconditional forgiveness, overflowing mercy, and committed service. The joy, the love, and the peace that we find in Jesus need to be reflected in the way we live our whole lives. We also surrender our lives to Jesus by rendering humble, loving service to others with a strong conviction that Jesus is present in every person. My brothers and sisters, St. Paul reminds us, for from him and through him and for him, are all things. To him be glory forever. Amen. The gifts and the blessings that God has given us, our time, our talents, our material possessions, are meant to be used in a manner that says, Christ is my Savior and I am his disciple. This week's gospel clearly provides a sole thought for us to ponder this next week. Who do you say that I am? And once I answer this, does my daily life reflect it? God bless.